Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Okay, overnight crowders, it is time to look back at the State of Origin game last night. Obviously, I am sitting a little bit disappointed being a New South Wales supporter. I told you all that I had my scarf decorating the studio. It's been left at home in this instance. But to help me work through the game and what a game it was, James Sully Sullivan is joining us here on the Overnight Crowd once again. Sull, thanks for joining us here. Hi, Jen. How are you? Oh, fantastic. (laughs) What a game. Oh, Oh, yeah, you couldn't say it any better. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I was sitting with friends at, uh, when it became half time, and it was like, is that half time? Like the first half just went so quick. Um, and, and that was the incredible thing about it. And then just the intensity, and obviously, we saw the first try in New South Wales with Jack Whiten. And whoa, what a story that was. You know, we, we weren't sure. I mean, there was talk that Crichton might start, Jack Whiten would start, and in a position that's unaccustomed. And I'll tell you, all jokes aside, I seriously hate Ricky Stewart from the Canberra Raiders. Just a little bit of a, a side swipe here. It was watching. Oh, I've got a funny feeling Jack might be a better centre than what he is at 5'8". Um, such a strong game from him. And then just before half time, of course, the gag eye try and Queensland went into the break leading. And I think all of us thought, wow, wow. And then, as you say, just what a game of footy. There's, there's a couple of things, Sol, for me. Firstly, uh, the the intensity was we know that it always goes up a notch from club footy to state of origin footy, but they're throwing up the numbers on the screen to make it obvious. It's like eighty five to one hundred and ten. It's just insane how quick that game goes. And I don't think there was many penalties blown in that first half. So rightly so, these these players should have been out on their feet at halftime. Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head about the penalties. It's it's a different game and it's referee different. I don't care what anybody says. Um, the NRL compared to state of origin is they, they normally leave the whistle in, you know, in their, in their pockets for a long time. Just basically, as you say, just to let them bash each other. Um, and that's why I was very surprised with the Tedesco forward pass. He'd let, he'd let a, uh, you know, referee Klein had let a few forward passes go in my humble. And then the, the barest of margin for the Tedesco try, I thought, Oh, dear oh me, but you're right. And that, and that's what, Origin footy is about, you listen to some of the greats obviously leading into it and also today about just the intensity and, and these rookies, oh, these Queensland rookies, this young River Cotter, how good was he? And then, of course, the Broncos, Patrick Carrigan and and then Jeremy Nanai. And that was the difference, Jen, in my opinion. And I, I, I said from day one that I thought Queensland would win the series. I thought New South Wales might have got away with it last night. But the big difference, and of course I haven't mentioned the kingpin off the bench, the last man, of course, is one Harry Grant. And what Harry Grant does, he lets Cameron Munster play footy. And Cameron Munster, Brandon Smith, Cameron Munster's teammate, 
said last week when Jerome Hughes came back. It was quite interesting. He came back uh, in the Storm's last game. And Brandon Smith, tongue-in-cheek, said, well, the best thing about that is Munster doesn't have to think. He can just play footy. And then he said it himself last night. Um, well, when I don't have to think, I play better footy. And that's what happened last night. Harry Grant came back when he first came onto the field just to open things up. And we saw that five-minute period, didn't we? The 48th and the 53rd minute where Queensland went bang, 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 and that's how they controlled the game from there on. The other thing for me that I think for New South Wales supporters that just does our head in is within the last five to eight minutes or something of every first half, we let Queensland back in, and we did it again. They're incredible at just yeah, it's a good, landing the last Yeah, it's blow. a great point you make. No, nah, it's a great point you make, and it was um, it was all possession at that stage, and yeah, and that's but that's coincided, Jen. In my in my humble, is when Harry Grant came out on the field. Uh, they got a little bit of a roll on. That's when he started mixing up his um, his bench. Did Billy Slater, and of course Papa Lou. He, he he didn't play a lot of footy last night, Big Joshy, but his minutes were good when he was on the field. But yeah, it's um it's one of those ones. I it's interesting enough. I. You hear things, oh, who's New South Wales going to change? And I said, hang on, it's six points. It was 16-10, and if big bloody Isaiah, you know, excuse me, can get the, the tentacles out, who knows? It could have been locked up at 16 all. Yeah. I thought I thought it was <laughs> Incredible footy. It was incredible. And you speak about Harry Grant. His uh, impact was amazing. And the fact that he then played 43 minutes to Ben Hunt's 37. Cotter for mine mm. was fantastic. In it locked, didn't get a rest once. And um, Carrigan, who you mentioned as well, uh, coming in off the interchange, th- those three players combined really seem to to make things happen for for Queensland, which they'll be absolutely stoked with leading into game two. Even though it's over in Perth, I think Queensland now will be sitting there going, and we've got the home game to finish. Geez, they're in a good position. Oh, they are in a good position. And you mentioned Ruben Cotter. I, I looked at him when he was selected, and he just looks like an origin player. It reminds me so much of Dallas Johnson. Uh, from years back, you know, Johnson was just a, a workman-like back row that, that you need in origin. And, and maybe New South Wales might rue not picking another player who is tradesman, does his job, tackles, makes his 50, 60 tackles a game. And I'm talking about Jake Trevojevic. Mm-hmm. So his name will come up, of course, um, in discussion whether they bring him back. Um, you're right. They go in, mind you, a couple of years ago when they came to Perth, Queensland did win. Game one, uh, and New South Wales are so buoyant and so strong when they were last year. And I tell you what, I can't wait. Uh, we're only two and – well, I'm not counting. Uh, I'll be there in two weeks. I can't wait. <laughs> it's it's going to be brilliant. I think uh, you mentioned their ability to use their interchange so well. They were forced into a few changes mm. with some injuries, Queensland. So a few um, additional headaches I'll have to sort out as new team selection comes through. But again, that's another credit point. When Coates goes off after just the 28 minutes – they reshuffle. I thought Val Holmes had a couple of clutch plays in there as well for Queensland, oh. um, especially that cover defence. I, I was standing up cheering. I thought we were in for New South Wales. I shouldn't be as biased as I am, but I thought we were in. And, uh, yeah, Val Holmes, he was clutch a couple of times for, for the Maroons. Yeah, it's a great story, Jen, isn't it? You know, he, um, he went over to play gridiron, of course, American football. He went over and he, he put weight on and he came back a big boy. He didn't realise he... You know, um, he had to put the weight on to play gridiron. He came back and he struggled. But what we've seen this year, Todd Payton has turned him into a machine. 
and he has been one of the best NRL centres this year. The bottom line, and he took that in there. And we always know what we get from Dane Gagai, don't we? Um, he puts on that maroon jersey and off he goes. But uh, on the same side of thing, you mentioned Katani Staggs, that injury early, and then poor old Stephen Crichton, when he come on, he was like a kangaroo in, in headlights. He said, oh, what's going on? He gave away a penalty early. So they're a little bit unshuffled, but the big concern for me for New South Wales was their front rowers. Um, beside Payne Haas, there was no go forward. Um, Campbell Gillard, to me, he's probably the one where the spotlight, he's under pressure. Uh, Paulo, a little bit unlucky, he got that try disallowed. But um, I think, yeah, Regan Campbell Gillard might be definitely the one that's under probably the most pressure from that side. I don't want too many changes. Um, I really don't think there's too many changes needed. But, Tim, between me and you, there's a bloke called um, Latrell Mitchell who would have played this week for the Rabbitohs that has COVID. I would not be surprised if Brad Fittler picks him and he plays without a, a game. I, 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 at the end of the day, Latrell is that sort of origin player, isn't he? So I wouldn't be surprised if he's selected for game two. Yeah, match up there with Jack Whiten, who I agree with you. I thought I saw more to like about Jack's game in the centres than I probably have when he's been in, in at 5'8". Um, Speaking of the, the our, our sort of playmaker pairing, uh, the Penrith boys, their performance to me was a little bit under what I'd expect, but do you think that was because of the lack of go forward? Oh, I agree with you. And that's that's the thing. And I think that's what people are interesting. Young Nathan Cleary today put his hand up and saying, you know, I, I need to be better. I need... But you've, you've hit the nail on the head. The go, they need to go for it. I thought Damien Cook, considering he was playing behind a beaten pack, was pretty good. Um, and considering there's only one of him, maybe uh, when I think about it, Fitler's always relied on Cook, and maybe Queensland have just showed their hand a little bit more. You mentioned Ben Hunt and Harry Grant, and the way they combine, you know, Ben Hunt starts the game, and he's he's clever enough, and he finished the game, of course, as well, but maybe there's something in that. Uh, but you're right, Cleary, Luai, once again, same scenario. He looked around and danced. He did plenty of dancing, Jen, didn't he? <laughs> you know, um, I think he got mixed up where he was. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, for me personally, yeah, I don't think they need to tinker too much. But uh, I was talking to someone today who was talking to um, Brian Totwell during the week. And it's interesting when you hear this. And he, he said, how are things going in camp? And he said, it doesn't feel the same as last year. Oh. So isn't that interesting coming from a player? And um, I've just exclusively released that with you, Jet. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing there is, yeah, Toto said it doesn't feel the same. And is that because a bloke like Josh Addo-Carr's missing? Mm, the Fox, yes. Well, he's you know? just such a heart and soul and lifts everything. So could be. Big change. Well, well, that's the thing. And and for this player to say, you know, or to, or to say, it just it hasn't got the same vibe. And obviously, we all know how the vibe of Josh Adokar. So, yeah, maybe that's a, a tinkering. I thought, yeah, Daniel Tupo was very good. And obviously, um, Toto was outstanding as well. James Tedesco, dear on me. I saw, I tell you what, we saw a bit of his um, uh, bottom last night, didn't we? <laughs> they kept pulling down his shorts. Constant. <laughs> I watched it with a few AFL mates because they sort of come and watch the NRL with me. And they were like, does that, does that bloke not do his shorts up? What is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> there was one stage there, I, I believe, to, to digress a little bit, with Cameron Munster, he just kept pulling them down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Munster is cheeky. We all know that. <laughs> oh, what about the fact that these NRL players, will, the State of Origin players, they'll all turn around and in a very short turnaround will play club footy this weekend. Yeah, they get up, that's it. They they get up and about and they, they go and represent their teams, which is, at the end of the day, that's who pays them, isn't it? You know, yeah. they get well paid to, to play NRL and uh, we don't see a lot of them. Obviously, there's a couple already ruled out today. Coates, Stags won't play. It looks like Payne Haas won't play. So that'll open the door for the Canberra Raiders up there against the Broncos. Saturday night's really two intriguing, you know, games. Obviously, the, the Roosters hosting the Storm. And then the Broncos hosting the Raiders, who have been going pretty well. And as I just mentioned earlier, Papa Lee, he didn't get a lot of game time last night. And Whiten's coming off his best ever Origin game. So, um, and the game tomorrow night's the one I'm intrigued. Cowboys take on the Dragons, and both sides going very, very well. So, no, so me, and as you say, that's their job. I think um, they reckon Jen talking to them. The boys say if they play straight up. Uh, they feel a bit better than the boys who might play on Monday, for argument's sake, because the body gets a little bit sore. So, um, but obviously the Parramatta and was well, not many, only a couple of Parramatta players were involved. Well, one weren't they? Junior Paulo. That was, oh, and Madison, of course, yep. who is another one I think will be under the radar. I'm not sure if his impact off the bench is what Fitler will require in Perth. Well, Sully, before we let you go, a fairly short turnaround as well before game two. Do you think? We'll have another close game again. These teams seem to be pretty well matched, or will this Billy Slater and the Queensland vibe effect uh, continue to be a thorn in New South Wales' side? Yeah, I'll be totally honest with you. I, I thought, as I said earlier, I thought New South Wales would win last night. Queensland will get better as they go into this series. So, I, who knows? We, we know what happened last time it went to Perth. New South Wales went bang, bang, bang. But there's no Tom Trevojevic to do that. And that was the key. Many, well, and Mitchell as well, but Trevojevic, I think, bagged a hat-trick. Um, well, at least two last time they come to Perth. One thing we're guaranteed, Jen, it'll be a fast track <laughs> at Optus. So, and that's one thing we'll want to see. They'll let the ball talk. There might be plenty of points scored in that game, especially if New South Wales know they're behind. So they're going to throw the kitchen sink at them at least for the first 60 minutes. I can't wait. I'm, you know, Sunday the 26th of June. Oh, buckle up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to catch up when you're in town, Sol, and uh, thanks for spending time on the overnight crowd. It was an epic game last night. Even though my time team didn't win, I absolutely loved it, and I cannot wait for game two. Yeah, thanks for talking rugby league, Jen. Anytime. James Sully Sullivan joining us here on the overnight crowd. Let's get back to your calls, one 736 736 and your text, 0433 Let's talk soon here on the overnight crowd. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.